The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. It is our last episode of 2019. Good riddance to 2019. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, name of the episode is On Your Left, and um, uh, it's the it's the fireside chat episode. Yeah, I'm saving that till the end so you can just have a good laugh and then shut it off. <laughs> so be warned, the fireside chat is at the end of this episode. If you've never experienced the fireside chat, why would you start now? I, <laughs> It's coming up. I'll explain more on the way. Uh, it's been a a terrific year for Geek Show Podcast, and we want to thank you. And that also comes up in the Fireside Chat. Uh, but uh, we want to thank you, of course, for uh, everything that you've done for us this year. Showing up in full strength at Comic-Con and all of our appearances, and our Patreon especially. Geekshowpodcast.com does not have a link to our Patreon. <laughs> You're only hearing about our Patreon here and on our social medias. So it's uh, you just go to patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast. you got to do the whole thing. If you just do Geek Show, it sends you to a bad place. So Geek Show Podcast is where our Patreon is. It's very affordable, and we're sending content there every week, at least a couple of times a week. We get you something new there. And uh, so thank you again for that. And also want to thank our sponsors for uh, another great year. And uh, we'll get to the episode coming up on your left. It's on the way. Uh, but we do want to thank Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, open seven days a week. Hold or pull service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It is Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Also, Cabin Fever. Uh, so much more than a card store. Stop by, tell them Geek Show says, hey, they are in uh, inside of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Cabin Fever, a place where... Retro games and puzzles, books, gift wrap, and uh, and greeting cards. But it's so much more than a card store. Go in there and get lost. Also, Black Velvet Boutique, a trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Visit them at 595 South State in Clearfield. Mention Geek Show to receive special discounts. They are locally owned and open seven days a week. Also locally owned is Booze Teak. Uh, your boozy barware and gift emporium steps away from the downtown wine and liquor store. If you mention Geek Show, you'll get 15, 1-5% off of your purchase at Booze Teak. Shop local. They're at 315 East Broadway. Go and say hi to Ivy and the crew. Also, Haster Games. Mondays are now board game nights at Haster Games. If you're looking to uh, meet some people and play some great games with them, might I suggest Monday night board game night at Haster Games. Or just go in anytime you want and pull one of their 300 games out of their library and give it a try. 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sundays. Great place to stay and play. Haster Games. All right. Like I said, we got the episode here, two parts, and then the final part is the fireside chat for the end of the year and the beginning of the new one. So uh, let's, get, let's get to the episode. It's on your left. Pleased to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Yeah. All right. Is it still 2019? Barely. Uh, just barely. Oh, really? Barely. Yeah, I can't wait to put this turd back in the oven. Yeah. What? Or oh, you want to cook it longer? That's a metaphor I just made up. No you one really gets. You put turds gets... back? Oh, yeah. Why they're not they? Hold on. Why was the turd in the oven in the first place? That's what he calls his butt. It. <laughs> I would I gotta, call, I, I, I would call my butt a turd. I got a turd in the oven. Such a lady. Wow. She's dainty. I, gotta, I, I appreciate <laughs> that about you. She's, no. she's, I got oh, I gotta go carve a shark. Breaking gender barriers. That's what she's doing. Glass ceiling, not for me. Thank you. Punch through it. There's glass Please, everywhere now. Don't bring up a uh, glass ceiling when you're talking about that, because then it yeah. gets into all, yeah, the, all the, different the Danny K thing. Yeah, you just one of my yeah. you broke it. You broke the glass gutter. Yeah, one know. of my favorite, uh, <laughs> you know, '80s bands though. Glass ceiling. Glass ceiling. There we yeah. go. There we go. Uh, he it's a, it was his favorite uh, band, Glass Ceiling. Yeah, they were Lee they George were fantastic. Kate, they were fantastic. Uh, I can't remember any other songs, but I think it involved a lot of synthesizers and no guitars. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds like Absolutely. the eighties. Yeah, 80s, uh, you yeah. can see my one man show. How did I get here? Where am I? And how does the internet work? I'll be performing that Tuesday nights on the corner of State, State and Maine, Maine through the uh, month of January. 
Nice. Thank you. Looking forward to What's that. What's cool is you have to like cast a spell to get to the quarter of state main. You really do. It's wow. a do you have to like place. run through yeah. a wall like nut platform nine and three quarters? I know you actually have to run into a wall. <laughs> you have to run through a hooker. <laughs> through. You can only arrive if you're unconscious. <laughs> run into the wall. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, there 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 is a, a particular combination of drinks that you could have that will help you get to the corner of state. It'll help you run through the hooker. Which are <laughs> huh? What are they? Well, you'll have to subscribe to our Patreon to find out. That's right. Nice. We'll give you the instructions how to run the, the two mystical hookers. Well, no, there's one me. on the corner of state and the one on the corner of Maine. <laughs> and if you run through one of them, you get to the mystical corner of state Maine. Yeah. He, ha- he has a map to the hookers. On he's, the corner of state Maine. He's Shannon Burnson. I ran through that hooker. Where are the whores at? I'm, I'm just getting the boys' right. flashes Hold. when you talk about that. No, they're like a... Mystical doorway. Oh, <laughs> same thing. Like run through the woman, yeah. and she. Explodes. You know, like hold that show. still, Alice. Like the show, I, the boys. Go, hold, still, hold still, Alice, and then you just get a good run. <laughs> oh my god! Works every time. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. And then after I do that on Wednesdays, not this week. New Year's Day. <laughs> taking, a, taking a break this week. We'll be back though. You. Every Wednesday at Lucky 13. All is quiet. Fucking trivia, motherfucker. Do it. New Year's Day. Huh? <laughs> Next week. Next week. Next week. Fucking let's do it. All First right. pub quiz of 2020, right? Fuck right, yeah, right. motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Just run yeah. right through yeah. that. Fuck quiz. that. Yeah. Be the year of perfect vision. <laughs> is this the George and Earl <laughs> podcast? Yeah. <laughs> she wants to know where the hookers are at. <laughs> mm. She's Re- got a turd in the oven. She's Rebecca I've Frost. I've got a turd cooking. <laughs> Rebecca Frost, everyone. You can post it right on Patreon at Joss like Whelan on Twitter. Pictures? Rebecca's Frost.com. Rebecca's Frost. I'm so glad you ran with that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Rebecca's Frost. Yeah. <laughs> you can't What's tell it? me no one made that joke before. No. <laughs> You guys are the first. Seriously? No. So and what was okay, the, I was going to say, come Re- on. Re- uh, Rebecca sees a good anymore. meal and she goes, mm, that looks like some good pre-poop. That's going to make a good turd later. <laughs> you know what my dad used to say? He would say, you should eat that. It'll really make your shit stick together. Jesus. Really? What do you say? Does about that surprise you? I, no, no. Not you knew Goldenrod. I, I knew Goldenrod. Yeah, he's a, yeah, that sounds about right. He was a character. Goldenrod. Nicknamed himself that. <laughs> <laughs> now that's something that I never, I never asked you was where the nickname came from. I, gave it I thought to it himself. was a star. I thought it was a Star Wars reference that you and your your brother no. had named him Goldenrod. No, because you know, his name was Rod. His uh, name was Rod. Okay, and he was pretty proud of his dick. He was pretty proud of his dick. Okay. I'm learning so was much about gold? Shannon. Yes. Was it gold? <laughs> For a bit, but they fixed it. <laughs> He's learning so much about Shannon. He is too tall, Tony. Quad T. Yeah. Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot. But all the good times are happening right here, learning about Shannon's dad's dingus. <laughs> Shannon's dad's one dingus. One last look at my friends. It was the second one I ever saw. What was the first? the first? Well, fucking mine, stupid. Oh, <laughs> I guess that makes sense. <laughs> the look on Tony's face, he was like, oh, yeah. Why you got to call me stupid, though? It really hurts. <laughs> What's the first dick you ever saw? Probably mine. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes Carrie, sense. I mean, Carrie saw his and he cringed. It's <laughs> <laughs> because it was up in his face. <laughs> what is happening? It's, it's that big. <laughs> No, as as our, accident, or he just has a very small torso. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. At one time, uh, are you are you missing ribs? Carrie grew into his dick. At one time, <laughs> <laughs> they're like eyeballs. They stay the same. Was, they stay the same like, size. Where your, your dog life. has really big ears or big yeah. paws, yeah. and you go, "Oh God, I hope it grows into that." Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. That's why I was traumatized. It stayed the same. As a, as as our as our attorney. He is advising against all of this. He is our returning champion, Mike Anderson. Just an attorney until further notice, based on how this conversation is. Sorry, you had to be here for this. And so, uh, you know, keeping keeping in the in the spirit of the conversation, what was the first dick you saw? Probably Tony's. Oh, Oh. (laughs) we we go way back. Yeah, we go way back. How do you think he got on the show? (laughs) Hey, you're telling. Wait, okay, wait, hold on. Based on that light of. 
<laughs> and, you know, a man whose dick needs no introduction. Oh, well. Terry Jackson. Oh, thank you. Bum, ba, da. Oh, wait, that just sounded wrong. Go into it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com next week. They say grower, not a shower, but I, in this case, it's I Carrie. I keep imagining <laughs> it's that scene from Deadpool now, and I'm just like... With the with baby, baby hands? hands? <laughs> oh, no, with the baby legs. <laughs> All right, we're going to play a game now. I yeah. like games. Because I we were just a game. should I get my dice and miniatures oh, out of the name car? That dick. No. Name that tick. Uh, Doctor Manhattan. One of my uh, radio clients uh, gave me these books. Um, also, attorneys. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to go through this book. This first book is the uh, League of Regrettable Superheroes. Now, That's from all comic book companies. These are all real. Modoc okay. better not be in there. He's in, He's, the in the villains. Villains. He's in the villains, yeah. not the superheroes. Mm-hmm. He's in the villains. So we're gonna we're gonna do one from the superheroes. I'm going to flip through the pages, and Shannon, you tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. So this is a regrettable hero. Are we gonna try and guess them? No, you're not gonna guess them. They're all dumb as fuck. Or do we guess their powers? Captain Victory. <laughs> is it Captain Victory? It is Captain Victory. Yes. His You're power correct. is two victory. points. <laughs> two points. His power me. is flight, is but only when he's in an airplane. Uh, <laughs> new exciting original in defense of our galaxy: Captain Victory and the Galactic Rangers. Uh-huh. Galactic Rangers. Galactic Rangers. Crea- created by. Can you guess? Uh, Stanley. Uh, Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby. Yeah. Uh, tell Wait, by what's the, the art? game that, that we're playing? Oh, it's, it's, see how long it takes Lee to yell Jack Kirby. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Jack seven Kirby? minutes and fifty seconds. All right. Recently founded uh, Pacific Comics blah, 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 as the first truly unfettered creation from Kirby's catalog. Kirby's is two Ks. Yeah. As long as there aren't three. Captain Victory <laughs> contained all the hallmarks of King Kirby's fervent imagination. Forces from the Star World's clash on Earth. Cried over the blurb. Inside the multi-species of team. Of alien peacekeepers tackled the menace of the insectons. Oh, God, not the insectons. A race of humanoid bugs that devastated entire worlds, launching micro-troops. Micro-troops? Watch out, they're so tiny. The, <laughs> just step on them. The energy ripoff and an armed, armored spirit brother summoned forth by cyclotronic conversion. A spirit brother, you say? Kirby liked his LSD. He did. And his cyclotrons. All right, so Captain Victory. Okay. Let's go to the villains. This is the more fun book. Uh, Villains are always more fun. So, Rebecca, tell me when to stop. Mm, When? Okay. (laughs) The Scarlet Beetle. Oh, is he red? He's scarlet. At last you've met your match, Ant-Man. Oh. Even you can't stop the hordes. Of the Scarlet Beetle. Would you have to what, run through them to get to the corner state in Maine? Yep. Did you say hordes or whores? Uh, hordes. The Scarlet oh. Escort. That was the other one. Okay. Um, the Scarlet Whores. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, it would be very unvillain-like for a menace to confront his foe on equal footing. Take the evil Scarlet Beetle. Yeah. Who challenges the insect-themed and similarly small Ant-Man because he can literally face his opponent eye to compound eye. God Created by Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and Larry Lieber. I'm glad we keep it on the Kirby. Yeah, keep it on the Kirby. The keep Scarlet. The what does he look like? Beetle. He's the Scarlet. Oh, he's oh actually God, a... he's a beetle. He's Scarlet. So he's not, he's just a beetle that a he beetle. had a beef with or what? Yeah, I guess he had a beef with hey, him. Hey, fuck you, beetle. Does he talk? For, for ages, the human race has ruled the earth, the Scarlet Beater tells the assembled throngs. But now, ah! due to radiation which accidentally hit me during one of mankind's atomic experiments... It didn't give me cancer, you see. <laughs> I have been given a brain which is the equal of any human's. Oh, I'm a any smart human? Yeah. I'm a smart, smart <laughs> I mean, is he I like on the... better is, human. <laughs> is he like on the dumb side of human or like on the smart side of human? He's we, a beetle. Is he like a WWE promoter? We insects who number in the trillions shall seize control of the earth from mankind. Mm. And the rest of the insects said, Huh? We will bury you. (laughs) What's that red... They're like talking to each other at insect talk. What's this red motherfucker talking about? I don't know. He speaks English. He speaks like a human. We don't understand what he's talking about. He talks like the big things now. I think that's the problem that you got. You know, if you got a really smart human brained bug talking just to bugs, that, well, they don't have this week. So it probably didn't make any sense at all. 
This weekend, regrettable super villains. We saw what happened when that uh, was a thing in uh, Doom Patrol. In the first season of Doom Patrol with the cockroach. Oh, oh, you didn't finish it? Man, it's good. I you need gotta to watch it. it. I need to start it. Yeah. Because, like, Doom Patrol is my favorite comic, right? So, why haven't I watched the show? That's a good yeah, question. Yeah, why haven't you? Because we're still at 19 jobs. Show? Oh, yeah. Man. Holy shit. Now that I'm down to one job, I can, like, watch a show. Yeah. All the way through. Just one, though. Here, here's here's the, here's what I'm discovering though uh, with your with your Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started watching the uh, Runaways. Yeah, and I know I figured out what happened with that. They ran I, away. I watched the first episode, and I hated the Jock Kids so much that I stopped watching. Yeah. Oh. But I he powered, gets better. I powered through. Mm-hmm. And now I'm actually quite enjoying. Yeah, it's a good show. They just dropped. Uh, well, as of two weeks ago, they did the whole season, whole third season at once. They mm-hmm. didn't do a weekly release yeah. like they did with the other ones on Hulu. Because it's it. Because that's it. Yeah. yeah, burning it out. I like how they use a blanket to keep special effects uh, costs down on that show. <laughs> yeah, for uh, old lace. <laughs> and also, nobody will see it if we keep it under this blanket. Yeah, that's right. In this shopping cart, <laughs> pushing it along the side of the road. Um, the uh, the other thing with the Disney Plus. Is that I'm going back and watching stuff that I thought was cool. Are you finding God, out you it wasn't so cool? You can't, you can't do that. Did you, did you <laughs> watch as. computer or tennis shoes? Finally? Not yet, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, gonna, what, just keep your phone. What memories. broke your heart? Well, it, it didn't break my heart because I knew in my heart that it was bad. <gasps> but the black hole. I, uh, so oh, that fucking long. That was never good. So here's, I loved it when I was a kid. I had the toys and everything. I didn't. I hated it. So here's the thing. Released the same year Star Trek The Motion Picture was, yeah. a few weeks later. Yeah. So we had been blown away by the effects on Star Trek The Motion Picture. And, and, the, and the tight storytelling. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, wasn't, like, that wasn't for you. Isn't there like yeah. 30 minutes of just ship? <laughs> that <laughs> wasn't for you. Storytelling. There's also like 30 minutes of Spock just floating in a void. Yeah, that was sto- for us. Storytelling. <laughs> I, 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 that was actually the first movie I was in. <laughs> It's in a spacesuit. But I, I so going. I'm so I'm watching so I'm watching Black Hole. Yeah. And Did you say you're watching Black Hole. I'm watching the Black Hole. And <laughs> sometimes I stare into the Black Hole too. And I'm like, sometimes okay, it stares the back. ship mm-hmm. looks great. Uh-huh. Yeah. I really had a thing for the robot Vincent. Vincent. Yeah. I, I like Sam awesome. more. Uh, Bob? Bob. Bob. Yeah, the, the other one. I really like Sam. You mean Bob? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Bob. That one. Well, since, what? Since the, the other robot was all beat up and he talked like this. But I got beat into an so, accent. So it sent me down. <laughs> it sent me down a black hole. Hole. Oh no. Oh, where I hole. double hole. I did, hole squared. I did some reading. <laughs> the blackest of holes. Holeception. I did. I did some reading on the making of the movie. Here's the thing that they didn't tell anyone. They didn't have an ending. No. Well, they just they, decided they were, hoping, they were done filming at some point no, and said, "We'll no, figure it, it out." The, com- it, it the, was, com- the comic book adaptation actually gave it an ending. Well, yeah. Yeah. But while they're making the movie, every creative person involved in the movie was like, well, we thought so-and-so would come up with oh. an ending. Oh. And they're like, oh, no, I thought you were. <laughs> so they're like, that wasn't my job. I thought it was your job. So they came up with an ending that involved the Sistine Chapel and some kind of crazy shit. Yeah, they're like, let's Kubrick the fuck and, out of this. And even, and even the Catholic Church said, yeah, you can use, come and film the Sistine Chapel. And they did. Wow. And then they put that in there for the end. Once you get through the black hole, and it's, it's it takes it's, you to Catholicism because at, one of the characters said the eye of God. So that's, you know. uh, and then they saw it and they went, "Now it's too religious." Yeah, but then they do the ending that they have, which is it's which vi- is it's very Vincent, religious. It's Vincent, <laughs> it's Vincent carrying Max von Sydow, like, <gasps> and Vincent you realize has horns. His eyes are shaped no. like horns. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Not, not not Vincent, sorry, Maximilian, Maximilian, the the red droid. I Sam, the droid Sam, is Bob? doing the thing. Bob. Hey, let me tell you about the internet. <laughs> no, no, the ending is is there's flames and it's hell. Oh, and Maximilian, the robot, gets uh, the evil scientist. Was it Max von Sydow? Max von? Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's uh, Maximilian Shell. Yeah. So somebody named Max. Some of those. Yeah, and uh, he somehow gets inside of the robot's body. And then they're standing up on this precipice in hell okay. as though they are the devil. You know? Okay. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to take some stuff and watch this tonight. And then. What are you going to take? Mutamus. Ibuprofen. Oh. And then there's like a glass window from a church. 
Okay. And then there's an angel? And I'm like, wait. I don't remember thought, any of this shit. You thought the other thing was too religious? Yeah. Because this is the this same, is, uh, but just without the Sistine Chapel painting. Yep. <laughs> and then they go to a planet, and that's where it ends. Huh. But they said, if you had the script, when you were making the movie, the final words were, Insert ending And the ship here. goes into the black hole. Wow. And that was it. <laughs> Maybe they should have ended it there. They, Maybe they, they should have. Like a real singularity, and the ship just gets compressed into a very, very tiny... Everyone dies. Well, and that's that's the other thing that I noticed, is that 40 years ago, we didn't know much about black holes. No. <laughs> True. Because there could be know, anything in there. We saw our first picture of one recently. Yeah. I just... I'm a high school graduate from Nebo School District, and, uh, and I'm watching this movie going now, going, no... That's not how it works. That's not how black holes work. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> as opposed to the scientific accuracy of 1969's The Green Slime. Yes, let's yeah, get to that. The space station with the green slime that took over. I guess what I'm trying to say is don't go down those black holes. holes. Keep your nostalgia in your nostalgic places. Don't, yeah, don't take someone else's nostalgia. Keep it nostalgia. in your nostalgia <laughs> hole. <laughs> ah, yeah. and, yet, and yet the early 70s Robin Hood cartoon is still fucking delightful as hell. I'll have to take your word for it, or I'll have to go and look at it and see. It's actually still I just, good. I just watched it. Look at it. Look at it. Yeah. I remember <laughs> the. I love that movie. Prince John. Yeah. He was I lying. loved his voice, the actor. Uh, yeah. But he was great. Roger Miller did all the music uh-huh. for it, too. It's so uh-huh. good. Roger Miller was the rooster. Yeah, Alan O'Dale. Alan O'Dale. Yeah, but he did all the music. He did all the songs too. So fucking good. It's good. And it's funny because a lot of the animations recycled from other not Jungle when, Book. When recycled, I mean, they literally traced over old animation. It. Well, yeah. even there's a bit with Maid Marian doing a dance that's right out of Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, uh, 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 Little John is Baloo the Bear. Exactly. I mean, it's the same. Just a different color with a tunic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's just it's just fun, and it's there's an innocence to it that I really enjoy. I, do, I love that movie. Yeah. And you know what? I've played it... Uh, for the kids at the seven, they like it too. Yeah, they it's still it, like there. It it it's just kind of lacking any kind of malice of of any kind. And there's this great scene with the little the little rabbit goes to get his bow and arrow out mm-hmm. of the out of the no. courtyard, and he he fights he fights Clucky the hen, and, it's, <laughs> and there's like no problematic Native Americans in it, or right. There's no what made the red man red song. Mm. <laughs> mm. Because he saw a woman and he's been blushing ever since. There's nothing problematic ah, about that song at all. That's fine. It's <laughs> fine. It's just the truth. <laughs> all right, then I won't go down. No, you should watch Robin Hood though. Robin Hood. Robin Hood's good. Yeah, Robin, Robin Hood's Robin great. Hood, it holds up. John you know. You know what? You know what other one? It holds up. It holds up. The the Aristocats holds up really well too. See, I couldn't watch that one when I was little. I just I fell asleep every time. See, when I saw the Aristocats. Aristocats when I was little. Have to be careful. <laughs> yeah. It's not that other movie. When the I saw Aristocrat. The, when I saw the Aristocats when I was little, we saw it at the uh, theater in Spanish Fork. The same time that my uh, my mother was in the hospital for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, I still don't know what it was all about. Anyway. Her son was driving her nuts. Probably. <laughs> so my dad was up with her constantly, just very tired. And he's like, oh, I take the damn kids to the movie yeah. and I'll get some sleep. Right. I wasn't about to let him sleep. I I was a little shit. Dad, you're sleeping through the movie. <laughs> the cats are doing stuff. <laughs> hey, look at these racist cats. Look at these racist cats, Dad. Come on, Dad. They're racist cats. Dad, come were on. This is right in your wheelhouse. I love this. Were, were, there, were there racist cats in the Aristocats? We the are Tayanese. That's Lady in the oh, Tramp. Please. That's oh, Lady in oh, the Tramp. That's lady in the but tramp. there is you're also right. Siamese cats and Aristocats that are... You, oh, so they did okay. that live action... Uh, Lady Remake of Lady and the yeah. Tramp, but they're they're like cool hip hop cats. Yeah, they're hip hop cats now. Makes sense. So they don't, they don't go. Oh, hello. They don't do that. No. So, so I uh, had never the... I'd never seen the animated Lady and the Tramp. So I watched the live action one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, I liked it. And the part with the the rat coming in, and I'm like, is this this is the well, this is the problem? Yeah. Well, you need a ra- you need a terrier to keep the rats from eating your babies. Yeah, but then like the rat, I was like, "What's a rat gonna do?" It's just coming in, and then Victorian so then we. Victorian issues. It wasn't Victorian though. It was like 1910s. Huh? Post uh, post Edwardian issues. <laughs> They'll eat your feet off. I was like, "Does that rat have a knife or something?" <laughs> no, it might have. It might have diseases like hmm. plague. That rat makes that baby stronger. It's got teeth. Makes so the reason why you, the reason why yes. you enjoyed the voice of Prince John so much yes. is it was Peter Ustinov. Peter Ustinov. Yeah. Ah. Yep. Perfect. I just remember no. him, him saying, I have a dirty thumb. But then, yeah. oh, mommy. 
Bonnie. Remember that so yeah, and you had uh, Phil Harris, of course, uh, the notorious drunk Phil Harris, uh, Blue yeah. the Bear, doing Little John, who was also Blue the Bear. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, Pat Buttram, he was a cowboy actor doing but Sheriff actually, Nottingham. Pat Buttram from Green Acres. Yeah, just just great, great, great voice cast. I I just love the hell out of that movie. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's one of those Disney movies that you go back to and go, it's just harmless. It's just harmless. The animation is not perfect. The music is not perfect, oh, but you everything are a about liar. it. The no, music, I, I look at. I have music's to. Music's really good. It's 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 charming. The perfect. It's Roger Miller, man. Yeah, everything about it is charming and harmless, and it's just it just kind of washes over you like a mm-hmm. warm, snuggly blanket. I was, I was gonna say about the live action remake of uh, Lady and the Tramp too. Yes, yes. All of the animals in it were rescues. Oh, they really? Were, they weren't like hmm. professional and then dog they, actors, and they found every one of them a forever home afterwards. Nice. Every single one. Yeah. Yep. So. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that yeah. great? Isn't that fun? Well, that's a nice place to Isn't take a break, fun? I think. Let's a take break? A, let's take a break there. From a break? The, on that point. A break? After, After these, these messages, messages we right back. back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in December at Dr. Volt's. Oh, it's their big sale. They do this every year. Get everything you want this Christmas. Dr. Volt's Comics is having a new sale each week all December long. For example... Uh, December 1st through the 7th, toys, games, and statues are 20% off. That's December 1st through the 7th. 8th through the 14th of December, graphic novels are 20% off. And starting on the 15th of December, everything store-wide is 20% off. That's through December 31st. And if you're missing any comics to complete your run, if you've had your eye on one of the many vintage comics, oh, I know I have, well, now's your chance. Back issues all month long will be 20 to 50% off. So make sure you get everything you want this December at Dr. Volt's Comics. And hey, maybe you have a friend who wants to get back into reading comics again. A gift certificate is a great gateway drug back into the world. Open seven days a week. Your hold or pull service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by... Booze Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop local. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. All right, welcome back. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I know. Got a few we go. quick stories here, and then we can we can wrap these up. Um, wrap the year up. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Gee, maybe I Let's should flush this year down the toilet. Maybe I should make everybody give us your New Year's resolution at the end of the show. Don't make me do that. Think about it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. All right. Uh, here we go. Um, the Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. I read that. Did you? It's good. Uh-huh. It's a great, great yeah. book. Yep. Okay, I listened to it. You listened. You didn't read. It. <laughs> it's no. a say. We well. don't read. <laughs> read. Yeah, just don't read anymore. Um, but it's going to be a uh, series mm. coming to Showtime. Cool. And, uh, and it's still... the uh, the showrunner from uh, Picard is going to be in charge of it, uh, alongside his writer wife, uh, Michael Chabon and Ailet Waldman, signed over. And they're going to do it. Michael Chabon is the one who wrote the goddamn book. Cavalier and Clay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now he learned how to run TV shows, and now he's going to run his own book. I That's like it. that they didn't mention that he's the author. 
It probably does later in the story. And I didn't. <laughs> Known for showrunning Picard, That's not so, writing the book that this is about. So, <laughs> so I need to run a show so that I can adapt Mandalabra to television. Yeah, oh, now you're on it. Series earned... Oh, Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, that's writing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he did write it. Yeah. He wrote the show. He wrote the book. Book. And write the show. He wrote a fucking Pulitzer. He's going to write the show, too. Oh, I hope he's qualified. I don't think he knows the source material well I hope he knows what he's talking about. Did you even read the book? What, you only want one Pulitzer? He has a lot of criticisms. Steven... Uh, he will uh, remain showrunner on Picard until uh, the first season's done, and then he's going to go and do this. So, Oh, so much for season two. Yeah, right? I hope it's yeah, Fucking good. soupy sales comes on. <laughs> just running the show. Uh, you haven't even had season one yet. Okay, so this, it's about comic books, right? It yeah, says so it's basically, so it's kind of like a, it's like, uh, it's so almost like they're wait, talking about Spiegel. Wait, wait, and, uh, yeah. wait. Picard's, Schuster. Picard's yeah. about comic books? No, no, no. Oh, God Ca- damn it, we're talking about the Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. Yeah, it's almost ah. like they they dramatized and fictionalized Siegel and Schuster's yeah, uh, like start in the comic book industry. It's not a Western. Two <laughs> young Jewish uh, immigrants. So definitely not or a no, Western. Like, no, one of them was an immigrant. Well, I found one of them yeah. wasn't. I found it. It's an epic tale of love, war, and the birth of the American comic book superhero obsession yeah. in Big Band era New York in 2020. Yeah. Oh, and so, so it, it follows 1920. It. it says 2020 here. But well, it's fucking wrote it's that wrong. wrong. Unless they're going to make it like a period piece in the future. Remember how like look how at my fu- flying shoes. Remember how fun like we're, how much big band we're going to do next year? Oh yeah. <laughs> I hear it's coming back just I, like 1996. I guess they're going to create comic books next year, Carrie. We're bringing back the 20s. Got, we got I, big bands. We got the great bullshit, depression. Morty. <laughs> that story's bullshit, Morty. <laughs> All right. It's a good book though. Uh and if it's the showrunner is the writer of the book, it'll probably be a good he series. He only won one Pulitzer. <laughs> so there only one. How fuck? many Pulitzers do you have? What are like they? six Pulitzers. Oh, I pawned three of them. Just I would to like. Be. I'd like to bring up that Stephen King adapted underneath the dome. Oh yeah, that's wasn't, right. Wasn't that good for a little bit? How many Pulitzers is that Under motherfucker one? Stephen King, a hundred. Under the dome. <laughs> he wipes his butt with Pulitzers. Yeah. <laughs> Every Up to here with Pulitzers. Yeah, I've got like a dozen. Uh, <laughs> he's one pulsifers or pissifers. Yeah, are or you something. sure it's a got him? Huh? You think got him? Fuck you, you Stephen King. I gotcha. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, um, I have a Pluitzer. Okay, so I have a Poopitzer. So next story, Fox. I have a family brand Pulitzer. Now owned by Disney. <laughs> Mine comes in a in a bag and not a box. Sorry, Carrie. We're not done with Pulitzer jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're done. Okay, Fox. we're done now. Fox, who is owned now. Oh, no, wait. I'm sure there are more, right? You Pulitzer guys, jokes? You got you're one? putting us on the spot. How are, gonna, more? how are we going to derail no. you if you're clued, clued in on the joke? Pulitzer. Do, do, do. I don't. Yeah, so we're done. Okay, she that was officially. Stopped. No, that was Baby Shark is yeah. what that was. Did you yeah. notice that? Did you guys get it? She put the nail in the coffin right there. But I didn't like it. I still don't know what Baby Shark is. It's a little shark. Is it a baby? We'll talk about it off the air. How does the internet work? <laughs> That's why he doesn't know Baby Shark. Resolution, yeah. exactly. Lee's resolution. Yep. Learn how the yep. internet works. Right there. I'm going to create Internet 2.0. <laughs> All right, okay, Pied Richard. Piper. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Fox. <clears throat> Fox. <laughs> hey, they're owned by Disney. They're owned by Disney. <laughs> so I've heard. They have hired the Maze Runner director, Wes Ball. Oh, thank God. The Who directed runner. the Maze Runner? I was worried about him because his, yeah. his movies were so terrible. That I didn't think he'd ever corn. do anything again. To direct. <laughs> Corn mazes? No, maze. Oh. A new Planet of the Apes movie. <laughs> what? Wait, no, why? Whoa, whoa, get get What's-His-Face back that was really good. Return of the Dawn of the Planet of the... Uh, he's he's doing something else. Yeah, he's he's doing uh, this he's... little thing called The Batman. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, yeah right. That, okay. uh, Matt Reeves? <clears throat> yeah, movie. Matt Reeves. Yeah. little movie called The Batman. All right, fine. Leave him alone. What if, what if he did Planet of the Batman? Mm. I'd watch that. Interesting. Uh, Batman would, of the Apes. If, if there was a planet of Batman, nobody would ever lose. No. So no, everyone would end. lose. I don't know. Hmm. We but, would lose. Uh, <laughs> they're not saying uh, what the thing's going to be, but uh, if there's one thing Disney knows, it's franchises. So they're oh, This will be the first Disney planet of the apes. Yeah. Interesting. Disney of the apes. <gasps> An ape princess. Oh. oh. Well, we kind of got that with Helena Bottom Carter and Tim <laughs> Burton's one. <laughs> Boom. And Rosie O'Donnell in Tarzan. 
She was Yo, an, that's was a deep princess. dive, dude. Yeah, she was she she voiced the uh, she voiced the, the Disney the princess gorilla. of the gorilla. Yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Fuck you guys. I like that. <laughs> and speaking of Disney. Hey, I hear they're owned by Fox. What? No. No. You don't know how. It's backwards. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> um so you, did uh, is this on Disney Plus, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yes. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, no. The, the movies are. It's Honey, I Shrunk the Squids. Completely different. I've watched that. God damn it, that's Watchmen. They're on there. <laughs> they are on there. Yeah. Okay. I've seen them. That is Watchmen. Um, <laughs> are they going to do another one? Are they going to get Are they going to get Rick Moranis back for another isn't Shrunk re- the Kids? Isn't he retired? I thought he he's not. He's not retired. Oh, oh, wait, wait. No, he's not wait, retired. He just wait, stops. Wait, wait. Doing things. I bet you Carrie has more information on this. <laughs> Carrie, are they going to get Rick Moranis back? I can Is answer. he going to do Strange Brew 2? I can answer all of your questions. I'm listening. Yeah. Would you? I, let's let him, guys. Rebecca okay. didn't take her medicine, and I can't calm down. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joe Johnston is now in talks to direct a a soft reboot. It a says soft, here. ooh, yeah, soft <laughs> reboot. It's of, like what you see Of his Cinemax. own Honey, I Shrunk the Kids under the, uh, uh, well, it's, Josh Gad, okay, oh God, playing Josh Gad will play Josh Gad, else. the adult son, Josh Gad of Wayne Zielinski. Oh boy. Okay, oh okay. boy, it was okay. Rick, Rick Yeah, Moranis Rick Moranis is Wayne Zielinski, uh, who's who follows in his father's footsteps by not only becoming a scientist but also by shrinking. accidentally shrinking his own children. Yeah, he's oh like, no, oh. just like my father. Let's share the pain. So they'll probably have like a Rick Moranis cameo at the end, being like, "You too, huh? You dumb." They, maybe they'll maybe they'll find him in the Josh backyard. Gad. Uh but it's 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 not going to be called "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." I shrunk myself yet again, or what? anything oh. like that. It's just, like holy fuck, it happened again. No, it's just going with one word. It was shrunk, shrunk. Uh, no, that's all. Then I'm going to keep thinking it's Shrek. Shrek, shrink. Small hey, Shrek. Now, you're an all-star, super tiny. Look out for the fucking ants. They're going to kill you. You got them. You're on a roll, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I don't know why you did that. Huh? That's kind of amazing. I didn't know uh, I wanted Smash Mouth to do the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> just seriously, I mean, usually when you come up with something off the cuff, it it, it doesn't land well. But you stuck Somebody. that one. Somebody. <laughs> that no. was really good. No. Somebody was. No, you're not gonna totally be able to do it. Now I'm super fucking tiny. <laughs> I ain't the tallest guy, guy. in the house. In the yard? Yard. Because the answer is. I was looking kind of small. This Grax is so fucking tall, and I'm running in, and there's a flea. Oh, fuck. All right. Fell apart. And now we're back to where we needed to be. I just want to go home. No, I think. (laughs) (laughs) We still got to talk about Mando. I think he needs a Pulitzer for that. (laughs) At least anybody. He needs a Pulitzer. A Pulitzer. I need a a family brand. A Pulitzer. A Pulitzer. A Pluralitzer. So let me end on something that'll just make you mad. Oh. Oh, good. Good. Talking about kids again? No. <laughs> Could be kids anything. today? Could uh, be anything. So a few weeks ago. Oh, weeks? Fuck, oh. I hate those. Um, seven days. Seven days. <laughs> Stupid weeks add up to a month. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 52 of them in a year. Jeez. Fuck weeks. Sounds like the word that's opposite of strong. Weak. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's spelled, antonym. It's an antonym. Spelled different, but sounds Synonym. the same. Yeah. Syn- no, homonym. It's, it's a homonym. That's just fancy corn. Just, antonym. Just, an hum- antonym. Homophobe. Let's fuck it. We got to put this. To antonym bed. is to synonym. Homunculus. What's up, Carrie? <laughs> fuck it. Well, I'm sorry you got me started with. <laughs> Somehow that's my fault. Don't you know that that's one of his triggers? <laughs> Most abusers try to make the person who's I know, been right? abused feel like it's their fault. Hey, I know, fucking right? rainbows, don't get me started on fucking rainbows. Yeah, just show us on the doll where Shannon hurt you. I know. <laughs> that just points in our head. Yeah, all right. Uh, just I, I, I mean, seriously, I, I actually tried to be quiet for a few minutes. I'm, I'm sorry. quiet. We'll save it. What was the news? No. Carrie, no. We, we still have we ten minutes. No, we're fine. The hard okay. part. The hard, <laughs> the hard part here is the hard, the hard part here is now I know how how Carrie's mom would yeah. tell him that she he wasn't getting the thing. 
She'd build him up to the thing, and then he'd be like, he'd spaz out on something. She'd be You're like, no. Do you want no. me to try to read it, and you can interrupt me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually let's do like it. That Last idea. story of the year. Come Last on. story of the year. Let's try Come to get on. Shannon let's role to play. read it. Let's role play, Carrie. Shannon says that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do with the cheese grater. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and Harmon's bags. Harmon's bags. <laughs> oh, you got to use the Harmon's no, bags. Use plastic. You know, you those don't don't, paper. Those oh. don't biodegrade. I know. That's why they're good. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. Last story of the year. You got to make it worth it. This last story tonight is gonna it's gonna make you mad. You, you ever put goldfish crackers up your nose? Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, no, I, no. I always bite was. them in half. Oh, do you? Uh-huh. Oh, that's kind of vicious. So Jason Isaacs, uh, Chris Isaacs' brother, Malfoy's dad. <laughs> yeah, what's well, racist to stop pretending to be Star Trek fans? It's a wicked game. What was his name, Captain? Uh, what was the the, the original <clears throat> Captain on Discovery? Picard. I'm trying to remember. Well, the original Malfoy. one was the no, lady. No, the one that went evil. Al- the yeah. second second Captain. Malfoy. Captain Malfoy. Anyway. Lorca. Lorca, Lorca. Okay. yes. Right. You're interrupting in a good way, though. No. He's trying to teach me. No. <laughs> He's trying shit down. He's trying to set a good example. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Carrie's Carry, doing what we call modeling appropriate behavior. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anytime Shannon does something, like Isaac is like, just don't react. Hey, guys. You can't like Star Trek and be racist. Yes, like I that. can. <laughs> well, we'd like you to stop. Oh, okay. Because No. Okay. Stop looking at me. Yeah, Rebecca's not a racist, Shannon. Stop. Read the story. He said the charade <laughs> of these bigots fall apart pretty quickly <laughs> when they claim to be diehard gatekeep worthy fans of a source material that they apparently could not understand on its most basic level. Right, Carrie? He's well, calling us idiots. What do you mean exactly? Yeah, what do you mean? Well, yeah. I mean, like... Calling us idiots? Listen, you racist idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Star Trek based on unity? Yes. It's across worlds and No, that's a races Rick and, and Morty episode. <laughs> I used Fuck, to go, your job sucks. I used to go out with <laughs> unity. Unity and I went, went out a while back. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Captain Gorka... It's Lorca. Lorca? Lorca, Shannon. It's he pronounced says, uh, Lorca. Fuck off, racist. Don't watch Star Trek anymore. <laughs> Just like that. But with a British accent. <laughs> well, it's more of a flourish. Fucking yeah. sold off. Yeah, a, a, God. Brit- a British flourish. Yeah. Bruv. Bruv. Yeah, bruv. <laughs> God, <duh. laughs> I like that the story is don't watch Star Trek anymore, not. Don't be racist. <laughs> right? Oh. Well, Just don't be racist. Stop. It's easier. <laughs> it's easier. If well, if I think did. it's easier to stop watching Star Trek it, to stop being racist. If you went a little bit further into the story, that that's down there. Oh, okay. But, you know. Thanks, Shannon. Well, Shannon. That's a good catch, Mike. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I just, just want racists to stop watching Star Trek. Yeah. You could keep being racist. Just stop watching <laughs> just Star stop Trek. stop watching my show. How about you not be racist? You're going to have to watch Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah, true racist show. Is it really? I don't think so. <laughs> It's buggest. Yeah, it's 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 cyberist. What about yeah. the expanse? No, no. I was the talking expanse about, about Mormons. I was talking about the, the no Battlestar Galactica. That's Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I thought expanse was too. The expanse has Mormons in it. Yeah, it has a, and a they passing actually, mention. One guy actually steals a giant Mormon sleeper ship to ram an asteroid with. Racists are only allowed to watch Battlestar Galactica 1985. It was uh, the Temple Star Celestia. It was the I Temple recall. Star Celestia where yeah. they launched the the Mormon missionary space bikes. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a. Uh, yeah, anybody can find those. Good luck. I've, I have a full collection. Just say I have a copy. I have, I have a full collection of the uh, of the of the Space Elders comic strips that I drew for the Grid magazine back in 1995. Ah, Grid magazine still in? No, it's not. <laughs> still in? I, I was I was told when they went under that it was my fault. Is that right? Yeah. Who told you that? The guy that was publishing it, who said. This is going under, and it's your fault. Because your ads are not... Wait? Yeah. No? No. Okay. Had nothing to I don't do think with it me, was but. your fault, no. <laughs> no, I think it's just lashing out, because I was perpetually drunk. So are we really going to do, uh, what do you call them, at the beginning of the year? The thingies you make? Way to remind the teacher he didn't give us homework. Oh, sorry. No, Gosh, Gary, dang it. Gary said he wanted to end the show with, with us talking about resolutions, but ah, then the yes. show derailed, crash burned. Uh, everybody on board is pronounced dead. <laughs> My resolution is to make sure further episodes don't get derailed. Yeah. Boo. 
Yeah, and I, we we just we just experienced the podcast version of the end of Snowpiercer. <laughs> find out everyone's eating babies. They taste the sweetest. Babies taste best, and there's a polar bear over there. I resolve to stop eating babies in the new year. Mm, that's a good one, but Carrie. Huh? They're so tasty. Yes, that's what my baby eating beanie signifies. Okay, well, how about veal? Veal? Yeah. I don't eat any babies. Well, I mean, it's a baby. Animals. It's, baby it's a baby cow. cow. What about count? a baby plant? Baby plant? Well, there's a different dude, story. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So you're talking so microgreens. Baby corn. Do, do, do. <laughs> I still don't get it. <laughs> My resolution is 3840 by 2160. I don't know what that means. What's 4K resolution for gaming? <laughs> <laughs> You've been yep. sitting on that joke <laughs> since <laughs> I've been waiting for that's it. That's why it was that's in the why chamber. he wanted to bring it back. This is the like, chamber, baby. Yeah. <laughs> please, Carrie, please. Can we talk about our resolutions? <laughs> right in the chamber. I gotta fire it off finally. All right. Um, Mr. B, if you would. What, do my Yeah. I resolve. <laughs> I swear to God, if it's eat more ham. I resolve to always have <laughs> an equal amount of ham. And edibles in my house at all time. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> all right. Supposed, you guys are supposed to say it back. Oh, this, oh, is, no, this, this is, is the way. way. Oh, no. fuck you guys. You're this the terrible no. thing. I'm not a Mandalorian, dude. You know, zero ham and zero edibles are still equal. That's true. It's true. Dun, 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 dun. I want a positive. <laughs> fuck you, guys. Fuck it. Oh, Happy the, New Year. I hope this New Year's <laughs> fucking better than this shit. <laughs> Woo-woo. Satisfying all of your holiday needs since 1982 and located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's cabin fever so much more than a card store. Have you had enough yet? Looking for that something special for your dearest and craziest friends? Are you through scouring the internet for that one item meant to bring joy and a little look of acknowledgement from your best bud? I've got an idea. Step away from the computer. This year, think about shopping local. Head to Cabin Fever, located in the heart of historic Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Since it started in 1982, Cabin Fever has been serving the Wasatch Front everything you and your friends wish for in a gift store. From movie and TV lunch boxes, jigsaw puzzles, tin signs, bar signs, playing cards, retro puzzles and games, candy, as well as everything needed to make the items sparkle under the tree. From ribbon to wrap, bows to holiday cards, Cabin Fever wishes you the happiest of the holiday season. Stop by, say hi, tell them Geek Show says, hey, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a holiday greeting card store. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by Booze Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop local. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. Welcome to the Fireside Chat for 2019, the end of 2019. Uh, Hi, it's your host, Carrie. How are you? Uh, Let's get this thing going. Um, 
This goes down exactly as you imagine it. Uh, you, you are now picturing me, and it's exactly as you're picturing me right now, sitting in my library uh, filled with uh, leather-bound books in, in a large plush chair and uh, sitting in front of my fireplace with my dogs curled up at my feet. I'm wearing a red velvet robe, a fez, and I'm, I've got a pipe in my hand. And more importantly, well, we'll get to the more importantly. Let me put on some music. That's something else I always do in my, in my big, fabulous library. Let me see what we got here. Let's see if we can get some Al Green going. That's always nice. Something to listen to while I do the fireside chat. It's always nice. Al Green is perfect for just about any occasion. Oh, nice. Wonderful. All right. So the fireside chat. Uh, First of all, what is the fireside chat? Well, for for you newbies, uh, I do this every year. I have done since uh, when Jeff died. And I just kind of take the end of the year, take a look at it, and then point you in a direction for the new year. Just, you know, some advice. Not my words. I would never... I would never uh, assume to give you any advice using my words. Uh, I'm using other people's words. But uh, that, that's basically what the Fireside Chat is. And um, it's also a way of saying thank you for listening each and every week. And we appreciate it. And the guys appreciate it, trust me. So uh, without further ado, the year. It was a bad year for the world. Yeah. Um, great year for Geek bad year for the world and i think that's what we got ahead of us in 2020 (laughs) so let me just take a minute and focus on the good year for the geek Uh, i mean we look at all of the shit that we got this year we got a star wars land i mean think about that that's pretty fucking awesome because i've wanted a star wars land since 1977 when that fucking ship came over the screen, that Imperial Star Destroyer, that's when I started wanting a Star Wars land. I said, I want to live there. And we got that now. So, I mean, let's look at that first of all. And then look at all the... I'm just going to... This is just a list off the top of my head, and I guarantee you that I'm going to leave something that's very important to you out, and I'm sorry about that in advance. But, I mean, just think about what we got this year. Captain Marvel movie. Just amazing. Um... Us, that movie Us, how awesome was that? Midsommar. We, we got the Spider-Man uh, uh, Far From Home. Great movie. We got Joker. You know, whether you liked it or not, the whole concept, the whole idea of that movie was amazing. Rise of Skywalker. Dark Crystal. The Good Omens TV series. Uh, Star Trek Discovery. What We Do in the Shadows. Doom Patrol. And again, this is just off the top of my head, stuff that we got this year. The Expanse, uh, the end of Game of Thrones, whether you liked it or not, you cannot deny its accomplishment over the years and how it ended this year. Deadly Class, which was a great experiment. Failed, yes, but a great experiment. Uh, The Titans TV show. Uh, In comics, some great comic books out this year. You guys should be reading more comics. I've said that a million times. Immortal Hulk was great. The X-Men relaunch was great. I enjoy every episode of Daredevil that I've read this year. I'm leaving out a bunch of, like, games and toys and stuff. Um, for me, the big things. Uh, Rebecca joining the show was a big thing this year. The Mandalorian. Endgame was huge for me this year. And in my opinion, the best thing, geek thing, this year. Uh, Watchmen, the TV series. Because it took... A little bit of this and a little bit of that. All those things that I loved and put them together. It, it took the comic book stuff and a powerful message. That's always been important to me. Ever since I was raised on Star Trek, it's always important to have that for me. So a lot of great things to look back in 2020. All right, now now's the time where I get out the dark brown liquor. This is the most important part of the, uh, of the uh, fireside chat every year. And I want to thank our attorney, Mike Anderson, for uh, supplying me with this year's important brown liquor. Uh, This is uh, the Game of Thrones limited edition House Lannister single malt scotch 
Lagavulin Islay Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, aged nine years. And I tasted some earlier, Mike, and it is a smoky. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let me uh, get a little going here. All right, we'll go from there. All right. Mmm. Mmm. Wow. That is smoky. That is a special occasion liquor is what that is. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Next time you come over, we'll have some. All right. <clears throat> so that was, a, that was a look back on 2020, all the great things. And, yeah, there were some bad things that happened this year. I, I mean, I could make a list, but it would bore you. And you'd probably disagree with me anyway. But uh, there we go. But, of course, number one on the list, uh, let's all raise a glass to Jimmy Martin, shall we? <clears throat> Thank you for the days, those endless days, those sacred days you gave me. I'm thinking of the days. I won't forget a single day, believe me. I bless the light. I bless the light that lights on you, believe me. And though you're gone, you're with me every single day, believe me. Uh, for those of you looking that up, it's one of my favorite bands, The Kinks. Uh, Ray Davies has a lyric for any occasion. So we lost him uh, this summer, 2019. And that was... Uh, was dif it was difficult losing him. It was difficult finding him the way we did. But... Uh, uh, first of all, I want to thank all of you. Uh, for chipping in. We put out the call, and y'all stood up and faced front, and we appreciate that. Um, we were able to uh, uh, have him cremated, pay for a nice tribute service, and uh, send his uh, cremains back to his parents in Atlanta with your help. So know that that's what you did. That's what you helped with, and we appreciate it. I knew Jimmy less time than I knew Jeff, you know, because I practically grew up with Jeff. But it's really, it was really fascinating to me how quickly we bonded, uh, so closely and so quickly. So it felt like I knew him just as long as I did Jeff. We saw a lot of things in common, both of us being the business that we're in. Uh, we were able to uh, relate to each other a lot on that aspect. I also really admired his drive to create on his own terms. Whether that was Big Movie Mouth Off or whatever project he was working on. Because he and I shared that same philosophy in that it's do what you love for a living and you'll not work a day in your life, you know. Uh, we always kind of shared that, and so we pursued that. And it's funny because when I went to Free Comic Book Day, yes, other people's words, when I went to Free Comic Book Day and picked this up, uh, I read it and I immediately thought of Jimmy. So remember, this is before he died. Um, so this is Deadly Class Killer Set, uh, it's in the free comic book day selections, but I think this just appeared in the regular run uh, from Rick Remender. And uh, I'm going to read to you from a comic book. Are you ready? <laughs> Should I turn down Al Green just a little bit? All right, just a little bit. So the scene takes place in a uh, punk rock club. And remember, this takes place in the uh, 80s. Another reason why I love us so much. And uh, there's a band on stage and they're singing and performing punk band do nothing create nothing just sit around and complain another sad songbird who clipped its own wing you don't get a vote in what I get to sing you want it different you got something to say get off your ass and learn how to fucking play do it yourself and then the scene goes on um, and then the character uh, the main character starts talking 
Uh, Saya wouldn't shut up about the Loose Screws all week. The Loose Screws is the band that they're perform uh, that is performing. I started to see the band on the front of a few magazines a bit back. They're breaking, they say. Uh, find a wider audience. Waiting in line to get in, we heard a bunch of kids talking about what sellout cunts they are now. How much better they were before anyone came to see them. Talking tough about how they'd do it differently if it were them. But Saya says that the new album sounds just like the last one. Even if they sold more albums, it's still probably just enough to get by, but you couldn't explain that to their, quote, real fans. I wonder what they'd do in the same situation after years of work. Would they turn down making some rent money? No. And people like that, they never take the stage. Terrified of a group of bitter pills sitting in the back snarling at them the same way terrified of their own brand of poison it's safer to look down your nose than try and the kids in this band who got up there i guess they deserve to have vomit spewed upon them for chasing their dreams by all those people who never will by the time fishbone goes on there's no one standing no more no more acting disaffected they bring a charge to the entire room that detonates fishbone's a ska band by the way if you're wondering and in it, there's no way to be anything but happy. And maybe Maria is right. Maybe music and art are the best way to change the world. I mean, what is the point without them? No matter what band makes you feel like this, it's not all the tribal bullshit and social currency behind it. It's about, it's all about that feeling. When you find the right band, the one that hits a specific frequency, it can make you feel better, like you're not alone out there. So I would just say you could insert, the, you could take the word band out and put anything you want in that whole section. Can even make you, let's see, like we're all part of something bigger, can even make you think things, like unity isn't such a crazy idea. Great music will get to you. Makes me wonder what it took for them to get up there. What did they overcome to get on that stage, to bring me this gift? pouring every ounce of themselves into it with no promise of any reward, just a desire to make art. And they must have known some people would shit on them. But can true art be made with consideration to any external judgments? Can't sing your life fearlessly while you focus on the emotions of other people. And if the audience doesn't enjoy it, that's cool. But that's got nothing to do with you. You don't do it to give them what they want. You do it to express what you want, to make your art the way you want to make it. So long as you make a song from an honest place, your people will find you. Somebody will identify with it. It might even help them. Help them see that other people have the same strange frequency inside. Music can change lives no matter what you do, what you make, no matter what stage you end up on. Only matters is if you sing your truth. So, like I said, that's about music, but that could be about anything in your life. Take other people's words and use them this year. That's from uh, Deadly Class, Rick Remender. Uh, so, yeah. I want you to think about that in the year going forward, and then I want you to think about this. I'm going to read to you from another comic book. This is from uh, Thor, War of the Realms, issue 13, um, by Jason Aaron. He's a great comic book writer. And this is uh, a monologue from, it's called The Ballad of Kullbornson, God of Fear. This is Odin's brother, and he is the God of Fear. Even the God of Fear has fears of his own. And when you die or get forced into exile a few times, it gives you plenty of hours alone to ruminate on those fears, to grapple with them, and lose. It's hard to live your life consistently in fear of rejection. Believe me, I know. You learn to lash out before it can happen, to protect yourself by laying waste to everyone and everything around you. See my history as the serpent, if you don't believe me. You come to believe that aggression keeps you safe but all it does is keep you miserable and alone. And then one day, 
you face one of those moments, those pivotal seconds that will outweigh all the rest. And much to your surprise, your own surprise, you choose to be what you see in the eyes of some children. Call the breaker of chains. Call the God of love. A love worth slaughtering for. Of course, love isn't without its agonies. A pain that makes you scream sometimes, that makes you lose yourself in all the worst and best of ways. That makes you bold and fragile and completely unstoppable. Love is roaring joy and paralyzing fear and unimaginable suffering. And God's help my wretched heart. Why did I wait so damn long to find it? So anyway, words from comic books that I want you to take forward into this new year. 2020 is going to be another great geek year. But another tough one in the real world. So I want you to use the geek stuff like I do. Use it to inspire you in your real life. And I use Endgame as an example all the time. No matter how hard the world beats us up, no matter the loss along the way, we got to get up and face front. Cap thought he was alone and stood up anyway because it was right. But never forget, you have friends that will be there with you and, and together we can save the world. On your left. Uh, again, thank you all for listening and supporting us. It means a lot. And I want to thank Lee for his wisdom, Shannon for his strength, uh, Tony, who's been a real rock for me, uh, Jay Whitaker. I always said it's going to be a We Knew You When situation with him, and he's out in Boston being extremely successful. And he will be back on the show, all right, as soon as we get this interface figured out. It's taking longer than I anticipated. Uh... Eggfu, we love you. We love all of our returning champions. Uh, but most of all, my undying love to my wife, Suzanne. I mean, I would not be here doing this without her support, urging me forward and helping me every day. Oh, and to uh, Ripley and Hudson. I want to thank them. And uh, you two meet me on the couch. Daddy's lap is on the way. Live long and prosper. Promise. Mm. Oh, see you in 2020.